But where are you really from? But where are you really from? Hey everyone, I'm Angela Lin, and I'm Jesse Lin, and welcome back to But Where Are You Really From? We are talking about self worth and self esteem today. Why? Because I'm constantly struggling with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's the end of the episode. No, just kidding. I am constantly struggling with it, but I think the kind of driving impetus for me was when I quit corporate world two years ago now, which is kind of crazy. Because for me, especially in my early 20s, I always centered my sense of worth as a human around career achievements and other things I could point to and show to the outside world that I am worth applauding and like being proud of so I always attributed it with my corporate ladder climbing skills and I was very good at that game so when I quit corporate life I no longer had this like very structured way of showing the outside world that I have value intrinsically so I've had an identity struggle the like last several years kind of on and off all the time now doing the podcast full-time and doing like other freelance shit full-time, just not having the same scoreboard, if you will, of like what gives me value or makes me a valuable, meaningful human in this world. So it's also been kind of just like crushing because I'm constantly having to be my own cheerleader as opposed to in corporate life, like you know if you're doing well because you'll hear positive feedback, you'll get the promotion, you'll get opportunities, blah, blah, blah. But when you're doing it yourself, nobody's feeding you th- those things. So I was just struggling with like, oh, how do I know I'm like doing good as a person anymore? So yeah, anyways, that, that was my kind of like <gasps> why I'm constantly struggling with my sense of self now in the last few years. Well, as usual, we have uh, like uh, different areas of focus when it comes to this. I think for me, not that the work piece was not important, because obviously you know that it also was, but coming out of that into my late 20s and early 30s when I wanted to branch out more and socialize more, it just felt like I didn't quite fit in anywhere in gay world. And it's this tricky puzzle where it's like, People want to see your real self. Like, they want to feel something that's genuine. They want to feel something they can vibe with. But at the same time, they don't want to accept all of you right away. Meaning that, like, if you present something that's too weird or your humor is out of whack or you don't look, feel, smell, taste, whatever, a certain way, people aren't into it. So you're, like, constantly walking this tight wire act where you're balancing like am I presenting what I want to present and is it real enough or too much for the audience that I'm showcasing it off to there was just a really long period where I was just feeling really not accepted as part of this gay community that in in media sometimes looks wonderful and fabulous but at the time I didn't necessarily feel it the commonality that I'm hearing between both of our perspectives is that we are seeking the definition of our own value from other people and external things. 
So this gets into one of the first things we want to talk about was kind of like, why is it so hard to instill a strong sense of self-esteem and self-worth in yourself? And for me, the answer is very easy, which is that I have always sought other people to define my meaning, my value in life, like external approval and blah, 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 very cliche, always comes back for me from childhood and not feeling like I was enough. Um, And so I've like unknowingly just been seeking the same level of like trying to get affirmation from the outside world because I didn't know how to tell myself like you are enough. Outside from my own horrible setup where I need other people to tell me how worthy I am. I've also parallel tracked this like really strong negative voice in my head where I'm constantly my own worst enemy of like telling myself that I'm not worthy and like I'm not doing things right. There must be a reason why people don't like me. Like, oh, everyone's laughing at you. Like all these things, it's it's happening inside myself. So it is really hard for me to build up that idea of like a, wrong, a strong sense of self because I'm like, it's me that's sabotaging me. So how am I supposed to like counter this and turn it, you know, 180 from a totally negative thing into like a very positive thing? So for me, that's why it's really hard. Those kind of twofold things. How about you? I just wasn't taking very many risks. Like I was doing kind of the same things day in and day out. And I think think as soon as I tried to push myself out of that comfort zone, I started experiencing acceptance and also rejection. And I think those two things constantly happening together gave me this experience and kind of like a bulwark to say that I'm going to experience both these things. And at the end of the day, I'm going to be fine. I still have the same friends that I have. I still know that there are people interested in being friends with me, sleeping with me, being in a relationship with me. But it took that experience of actually like putting myself out there, going to clubs, bars, spaces that I usually didn't frequent, going through those motions and paces before I was like, okay, like I have enough, almost like I have enough data to say like, oh, I I should be a little bit more confident. As soon as it became like a truth through experience, I feel like I became much more comfortable in, in who I was. And I also, I think, stopped caring as much what I was projecting. And that, in turn, actually drew more people in because people would be like, it feels more legitimate. It feels like you're not hiding anything. It feels like you're more real. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey listeners, wondering how you can support us? The biggest way is by increasing our visibility by following us on Instagram at where are you from pod, on TikTok at but where are you really from, subscribing to our YouTube channel under but where are you really from podcast, rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts, and telling your friends. The more people we can get to listen to the show, the more we can continue spotlighting different perspectives and stories. And if you feel so inclined, we're also accepting donations at buymeacoffee.com slash where are you from. Thanks y'all. 
Girl, you're my role model. <laughs> what you described, I definitely can vibe with. But for me, it's the social media stuff. And uh, because this podcast lives and breathes online and specifically on social media, that has been really difficult for me because it's like meeting people, but times like a gazillion because you're open to like the entire world on the internet. And like, I'm very grateful for all the success that we've seen, especially in the last like three, four months, we've grown a lot. Thank you to everyone who recently followed us. But with more attention comes more haters and more people who frankly have nothing better to do with their own lives than to like bring other people down. So where you are able to very specifically tell yourself like 50% of the people will enjoy me, 50% of the people won't, and that's just like status quo and I'm okay with that. Like that's just how life is. It's really hard for me when I try to apply that same logic to social media encounters because it's more likely than not that people who spend the time to write a comment are being negative. Like, yes, we do have positive contributions, people who are like genuinely trying to engage with us. And that's why we still keep our comments open, frankly. But more often than not, it's people that are trying to say mean things or like disgusting things or whatever. And it's really difficult for me because when I hear constantly people saying, mean things to me all the time and it's to my face right the product of the podcast is us like it's our faces that's literally what people are consuming right and so when people are telling me to my face i'm stupid i like you're ugly like you're fat like whatever the fuck they're saying to me and it's often directed at me because i'm a woman honestly it's really hurtful and it's really hard to brush that off when it happens every single day and like hundreds of comments at a time, you know. But I have so many things fighting my own ability to make my positive inner voice louder because I have so much external negativity kind of directed at me all the time making it harder for me to push my own voice through, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, that's like a totally different case, you know, like when you meet someone in person and you don't vibe, it's very rare that the person is like, you're oh, like something rude to your face, right? But the internet is just this, for better or worse, this horrible or great uh, anonymous place where anyone can just shit the worst thoughts that they have out into the world. And yeah, I can definitely see why that's impactful to self-esteem, especially when it's like personal comments, like not even to do with like whether you agree or not with the point of view of the pod, but it's just kind of like, just like something that has nothing to do with anything related to the topic that we're discussing. But I will say that like part of ignoring, ignoring the comments in real life or not vibing with people is that there are definitely those comments happening. I think the the inner inner shitty things that people have going on in their heads, they don't necessarily expose when they meet you and they don't vibe. But on the internet, it's different because they're like, oh, I'm anonymous. No one can see that it's me. And then they just like lay it all out there in like a really gross and rude way. One thing we've also been pondering, right, is like for people who don't struggle with self-esteem and ideas of self-worth, why is that the case? I feel like there are kind of two different worlds of people who fit this box. One is like people that are just really, 
I don't know, we're born with like really strong self-confidence. And also I think we're raised that way. Like if their parents always made them feel like you are worthy, like everything you do is amazing. You know, like if they're brought up that way, it's easier to think like I am great. And like these one-off negative things, I can brush them off easily because I know it's not true. And then I think the other set of people, which is more realistic for me to aspire towards, is as we've been talking about self-growth, turning inward, all that stuff all the time, the people that I look up to now that have a strong sense of self is because they are more aware of themselves and they're more aware of like, you can bring your self happiness and strength. Like the fact that if you have to depend on other people, that's already a weakness. Like, because you can't control other people, right? You can't control what someone else thinks or what they're going to say or what they're going to do. All you can control is yourself. So the more you're depending on yourself to bring yourself positivity and joy, the less you need other people to approve of you, to tell you you're worthy because you already have that for yourself. So I know that that's kind of the, the source of their strength. And I'm just like, I see the end goal. <laughs> I'm like at step one of like a thousand, you know, to like get there. So that's how I see it. What about you? I feel like it's a fake it till you make it kind of situation. The path to self-confidence for me is has felt a lot like this whole idea of main character syndrome where you're like, oh, I finally feel like I'm the main character of my life. I'm centered in where I am in my life. And like people will come in and out of my life. And I think when you can think about it that way, your story becomes more realized and I think more tangible and then the way that other people interact with you negatively and positively kind of just like flows in and out because at the end of the day it's your story still like they just have a small little part I think something else that I struggle with is that I feel like I'm constantly putting other people's needs in front of my own like I'm always very aware of like especially if I'm in a group environment of like simple things right like we're at dinner it's like a shared everyone ordered a bunch of plates and we're like all sharing every meal like I'm very aware of like oh those people in the corner haven't gotten the plate yet let me like make sure to move it over to them before even I get any right like I'm always thinking about is somebody else uncomfortable is there something I can do to make them more comfortable or make their lives easier or whatever and that's always my like first way of thinking and I think it's good in some respect but I do it so much that I always put other people first and I don't put myself first or the rare times that I do, I feel really selfish to put myself first. And so I think that's where I struggle also, which is like, at what point do I accept that like putting myself first in some moments is good for everyone because I feel better about myself and I'm taking care of myself and then I'm also not building resentment of like feeling like I'm being ignored or like not acknowledged or whatever. And where's the other line of like going too far and just being like selfish? Yeah, I, I think it, well, it is a, it is kind of like a fine line, but I think it's always a good idea to like take care of your own needs. And also like, it's not like, you can never just get all the validation you want from yourself so the other key piece of it is like looking for areas where you can find validation like seeking help almost but seeking help in the form of validation and i'll be super vain <laughs> and say because i have a thought instagram that's kind of what i do when i'm like huh i feel like i need a little like mm -mm -mm, like post something thoughty on instagram 
and then people will like it and i'm like okay like yay like it's it's silly and it's stupid but it's like it just brings kind of like a little bit of joy and a little bit of confidence when other people are like yeah um one thing that i started doing in the last few months that my therapist helps me kind of come up with is every day i write down in a journal and actually she came up with the exact way i write it so basically she's like okay for each page of the journal write like the month at the top and then a numbered list like it looks like a numbered list but it's essentially like the days of the month so like 1 through 31 or whatever so that you can tell when you miss a day so every day I write one thing that I'm proud of myself for and this is my own rule for myself because everyone whatever brings you joy right and we've talked about happiness and whatever is very malleable per person for me the more basic level affirmations don't work for me so like the idea of looking in a mirror and being like you're beautiful or whatever like that kind of stuff doesn't work for me because for better or for worse I've always attached real meaning and real value to something that like you did <laughs> like that's the only way you can like get real meaning like I didn't do anything to be born looking a certain way right so I don't value hearing necessarily like you look beautiful today or whatever so so for me, it was like something that I'm proud of and specifically something I'm proud of that is related to self-growth, like a self-growth goal that I have for myself, whether that be like having a more positive self-talk track or like recognizing when my emotions are out of balance and like was uh, that I was able to stop it in its tracks or like something like that, right? So I've been doing that for the last few months. Every day I write something that I'm proud of related to self-growth. And that has helped. I won't say it's like changed my life completely, but I don't think there is a magic bullet necessarily for people that are struggling with negative self-talk and low self-esteem. So it's just something small that I do every single day. And I do think it has added, you know, a little bit more to that foundation of positivity within myself. So if that sounds interesting to you, you should give that a go, listeners. Well, um, your your way of coping sounds much healthier than mine. Listeners, we hope that you have enjoyed this journey with us as we discuss what things help build us up, what things bring us down as it relates to self-worth and self-esteem. We would love to hear from you in the socials, in the comments. What's something that you do to hype yourself up, bring yourself up, and increase your own self-worth, self-esteem? Let us know. We'd love to hear. Yes. And come back next week because we will have another fresh episode for you then. And until then, bye bitches. bitches.